Hey friends, welcome back. Um, I actually planned to drop this episode earlier, but I just got back from a family vacation. Uh, We always take a family vacation over the 4th of July and uh, time just sort of got away from me and I wanted to stay focused on family time while we were away. So today's actually my dad's 68th birthday. So I just thought it'd be kind of special to drop episode two on his birthday. He definitely doesn't have (laughs) like a smartphone or anything. He has like a 1922 flip phone. Okay, not really 1922, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, No smartphone. So really no capabilities to listen to my podcast, but my mom has a smartphone. So maybe he'll he'll hear this um, if my mom listens. And if he does, um, special happy birthday shout out to my dad. Um, one of the hardest working, strongest human beings um, that exist. And I'm just super thankful and blessed that God chose him to be my dad. So happy 68th to my daddy and hopefully many more to come. So... <laughs> In light of the fact that I just got back from a family vacation, I wanted, like I told you guys when I was starting this episode, or I'm sorry, this podcast, that I planned to basically update you on my life and give you kind of like weekly updates of like, here's how my life's going, how is yours going? I think that as parents, um, moms specifically, we all, like everybody knows that parenting is not for the weak. (laughs) That's just all there is to it. Excuse me. Um, But I think anybody that is a mom knows, even if you're making posts on Facebook or Instagram or any of your social media networks and you're posting all these beautiful pictures of your vacation, like for me, I share beautiful moments on Facebook because the beautiful moments far outweigh the crap show that is happening behind the scenes. Like there are lots of moments where I'm like, I can't even believe this is my life. But at the end of the day, like I want to keep it real with people. But at the same time, like I choose Facebook to be a positive um place for me to share pictures of my family because at the end of the day I do love them more than life itself vacationing with them making memories with them is everything to me but behind the scenes it's not always as beautiful as it looks on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media network you use to post and share with friends and family near and far so Uh, the moral of the story here is, or what I'm trying to get to is family vacations. While they are so important and they are lots of fun most of the time, they're, I mean, can we just normalize what a crap show it is to get your family there? Like when you're the mom Seriously, it's so much work. It is so much work to plan a vacation. It's so much work to prepare 
for the vacation. And then it is so much work to actually get all of the things packed and loaded and organized to actually get to said vacation. Um, and by the time you get there, it is like, was it even worth it? Like even this past vacation. So actually, um, as I talked to you guys on my last episode, my husband and I's 15th wedding anniversary was June 28th. <clears throat> so originally we had planned to go on it, like maybe a three or four day all-inclusive vacation. We went on one for our 10 year wedding anniversary and that's sort of what we had planned to do um, like every five years, 10, 15, 20, 25. I mean, every year would be great. It's just not ideal. Um, however, this year it just didn't really work out. My um, mom is our person that we can rely on to always take my kids and I don't have to worry about a thing. Um, and unfortunately, um, in February, my grandpa, which would be my mom's father, um, was diagnosed with cancer. He was diagnosed with cancer February 1st and, um, he turned 90 February 19th. So he lived a long, seriously beautiful life. Um, he, he went through a lot of hurt and a lot of sorrow throughout his life. So just his strength to continue on, um, was incredible. And, uh, it just really sucked that at the end of his life, he had to be riddled with stupid, stupid, stupid cancer. Um, but even last summer at 89 years old, he was still walking three to four or five miles a day and just in extremely great health. So he had dang near 90 years of impeccable health and um, for that, and his, his mind was sharp. And for all that, I'm super grateful. Um, but long story short, we, my mom's the person we could rely on for uh, our children to be able to get away and have that time. And with my grandpa being sick, my mom, you know, was his, is his primary caregiver um, person. It's it was just the two of them left. Um, so obviously, we weren't going to plan anything. Um, grandpa was her priority, and that's just the way it was going to be. And I wouldn't want it any other way. So, um, unfortunately, we lost my grandpa on April 2nd. And, uh, <laughs> see, i having a hard time getting through this. But, um, at the end of the day, like, death is part of life. And as hard as it is um, to understand or swallow I have had to take solace in the fact that he truly didn't suffer like he passed away on a Sunday and the Friday before he passed away he I was in bed with him it was the first day he couldn't get out of bed and I laid in bed with him but he still had no pain um from the cancer and it was bone marrow cancer um, that had then turned into full-blown le leukemia. And so, miraculously, I mean, I asked him, you know, Grandpa, do you hurt anywhere? Does anything hurt from the cancer? And he said no. He was just very, very fatigued and tired because um, he had essentially no hemoglobin, no, no blood count. 
Um, and he had always wished to go to sleep and just not wake up. And uh, <laughs> that's what happened. He, he got that. And um, it's just sometimes it still doesn't even seem real. Um, but I am just, I'm so grateful for all the memories I have with him. And then, gosh, sorry guys. And, um, that my, my kids got to know him and they have very strong, they will have very strong memories of him. And that's huge for a great grandparent because you don't always get that. (sighs) Anyway, um, definitely hard grandparents are so special and um I'm just so grateful that he didn't suffer and um that he actually he got saved six days before he passed away so um I can take solace in knowing that he is um in heaven with his sweetheart of 49 years and um his two sons and obviously all of his other family members. So anyway, enough of that sad stuff. That's stupid. Ugh. Um, but anyway, that was sort of, um, that's sort of one of these things with my podcast. Like I have no script. I just go off of, um, sort of what topic I want to go on. And sometimes I might be all over the place. So deal, you know, you guys are going to have to, um, work through it with me. But what I was trying to get at is family vacations. And we had originally planned to do a trip. And with all of the circumstances with my grandpa, we um, decided we would just do like a family trip. And we had planned to go to Florida. Uh, We take our kids every um, December, like for Christmas, this, like, I think this year will be our sixth year of their, their Christmas being a trip, a trip. And it's just always been Florida because we live in the Midwest and it's cold and it's gross and it's snowy in the winter. And it's just nice to at least get away and, um, have some, a little bit of sunshine, better weather. So, um, anyway, we booked a trip to Florida and then, uh, the original plan prior to my grandpa getting ill was my parents were going to take the kids and then we were going to go somewhere for maybe four days, three, four, five days. I don't know. And then meet my parents and our kids up North at, um, some of our family's cabin. And then we were going to kind of finish out our week with a family vacation with them. So we had booked a house to Florida. Um, Grandpa passed away in April. And then my parents, um, I didn't know if they were still planning on going up north because of everything going on. Anyway, they ended up going up north. And long story short, they wanted us to come with them. And so we ended up canceling our Florida trip for 4th of July just because we normally go at Christmas anyway and the truth is uh you know as as long as my parents are here and they want us to travel with them like we're gonna do it I just feel it's so important 
like for my for obviously for myself um but especially for my kids to just make all the memories um with you know their active grandparents or anybody um in their life just because life is so precious life is short life is precious and you know for me I'll never regret us going I'll never regret us saying you know what let's not go to Florida, let's go with my parents. Because at the end of the day, you never know. And I'll never regret going on those trips and making those memories with my parents and our kids. Um, But if we didn't go and God forbid something happened, then I would be filled with that, you know, regret. Like they asked us to go, why didn't we go? We should have went. And we always have a good time. My kids adore them. it's just, it's just great. So anyway, what I'm getting at is vacations are great, but behind all the marvelous photos that you share of your vacation, there are many, 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 many battles, um, at least for, for my, myself and our family. Um, as I shared in episode one, I mean, our kids are virtually like the same person. They both are very oppositional, especially to one another. Uh, Like my son could say, oh, look over there at that, you know, black car. And my daughter would be like, that's not black. It's dark charcoal. Like it's stupid. Like I don't know why, but that is just what they do. And they're getting older, so we have some, like, preteen hormonal crap going on. And they're both just on each other's backs, down each other's throats (laughs) all the time. So, um, that, that is the hard part. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is so wonderful. Like, we're having a good time. Everything's great. And, like, at literally the snap of the fingers everything goes downhill so quickly and I'm like trying to fix it trying to change it like trying to undo it and I just I don't understand it and there are so many moments in in parenting my kids or on vacations or anything in general where I feel like they I feel like you know I can feel their love for me I feel like they appreciate me and they're starting to understand all the parenting choices that we're making and why we're making them and we're able to describe them to them gently and they sort of get it or whatever. And then there's other times where I'm like, I don't like, what am I even doing? Like they treat me like dirt. I feel so unappreciated. I feel overworked, underpaid, you know, all the things. So, but at the end of the day, like I know, I know that they love me. And the, and the most important thing is, is that they know that I love them and that my love for them is unconditional. It doesn't matter how they treat me. It doesn't matter what they do. Like nothing will change my love for them. And that is the reason that I get up and I fight I show up for them every day and I fight 
to raise them the way that I think they need to be raised in terms of values, morals, um, just things that we think are necessary for them to know in the world that we live in today. So is it always easy? Absolutely not. Um, with my daughter, I question myself daily, pretty much. Like, am I completely failing? Is she a brat? I mean, if she talks to other people this way, then I've absolutely failed. Um, but I guess the beautiful thing is, is that she doesn't. She would never. But then it also seems so unfair because I'm the one, you know, primarily that is doing doing all the things for her, about her, with her. Um, and... I'm also, so sometimes I'm the greatest person in the world. And then other times I am mean and the worst and I ruin everything. And like, I always kind of joke that she's kind of like disarming a bomb. Like, it's like, oh, oh, don't touch your red wire to the red wire or she's going to blow. Like, so I don't, I'm not going to tiptoe around my children by any means, but it, until you're the parent raising the child and whatever the child's personality may be like, like you cannot mom shame or tell somebody else how they should do it or what they should do because until you live with that child every single day and you know exactly, um, you know, what sort of sets them off or what is going to be a huge battle or what is going to be a fight that doesn't need to happen then you don't get to tell anybody what to do or how to do it because you don't live in that home. You don't know what the daily parenting situation is like. And so that's another thing like in, in our society, like there's so much mom shaming that goes on and it's just completely ludicrous. Like it needs to stop. We as parents, we don't need anybody to mom shame us. We're shaming ourselves at the end of the day, every single day. Did I yell at them too much? What did I demand too much? Am I making them have too many responsibilities for their age? Am I not giving them enough responsibility for their age? Like, am I messing them up? Are they going to be okay? Are they going to be successful or are they barely going to make it through life? Like, we don't need anybody else to grade our report card and tell us what we should or shouldn't do because we're doing that ourselves. Parenting is hard enough when you don't have somebody telling you, oh, you could actually do try this. Like, no, I don't need you to tell me what to try. I'm going to give it my all. And that's what I get to do as a parent. <clears throat> Excuse me. I get to make the choices. I get to, to decide what I think is best. And at the end of the day, if I fail miserably, then I'm also the only person to blame but I don't need anybody else's help. <laughs> I get that some people are trying to come from like a really, a really endearing place and they really do want to help. But until you live in the home with the child, like you just can't, it's just, you just can't. So anyway, yeah, with my daughter, it is always like a, I don't walk on eggshells, but I know how to handle her personality. And there are so many battles to be fought in a day. 
And I truly do pick my battles. There are certain things that if she says or does them, like, absolutely not. I do not think so. And I handle it. And there are other things that she says or does that, or, you know, how she acts out certain things that I'm like, it's like not even a big deal. In the big picture of life, it's not a big deal. At the end of the day, if she goes to school, goes to dance, goes to her extracurriculars, and she's a kind human, and she's uplifting to others, and she's respectful to authority, and she puts, you know, gives effort in everything she does, then I'm doing just fine. And so far, (laughs) that has been the case. Um, At home, like, she is not always a gem, but we, like, I, we know how to kind of work through those moments. And I know she's she's going to turn 10 um, in just a few weeks. So I'm just getting started on like all of this uh, preteen spicy. <laughs> she's always been spicy. But this preteen, different realm, different world. Um, but every single day, it, it, it can change. It can shift. So you just have to, sh- you know, shape shift and do what you think is best. And my son is, he went through, I mean, he's going to be 12 and he went through kind of a similar stage with, you know, what's going to set him off and make him angry. And even just like each year, he he gets a little bit more mature and I feel like he can kind of understand and he knows when to stop. Um, he knows when he's went too far or when it's a battle that he is just simply not going to win. So he's finally learning to kind of, um, you know, back down a little bit. I don't know that my daughter ever will because she is my child <laughs> through and through. And I've always been strong-willed, independent, fierce, spicy, say what's on my mind, um, authentically unapologetically myself and that is who she is and I do not want her to change especially in the world that we live in but but um it is hard to raise a miniature version of yourself (laughs) uh there's like a meme out there that's something along the lines of you never realize how intense you are until you are raising a miniature version of yourself and that is so true so true um but yeah it is a daily struggle but we all just do the best that we can and at the end of the day we hope that our children never have to question um that we will always stand um behind them in front of them beside them like wherever they need us to be and that they never have to question our love and that it is truly unconditional and um we show up every day and give it our all and that is simply all that you can do um but vacation was great it is a lot of work my kids even on vacation like this year, I think they fought more than they ever have before. Like it used to be, yeah, they fight every day, but we go on a vacation and they actually get along or it's less chaotic. It's less crazy. Um, Definitely not the case this year. 
but we had <laughs> we had a great time. We went up north, and actually my niece joined us. And so I thought my niece is um, turning thirteen here in on the nineteenth. So she is a total teenager, and I love her and all of her spice and fire. Um, and normally when she comes along, it actually helps um, my kids get along. Um, that was not the case this time. <laughs> but regardless, we had um, a good time and lots of parenting teachable moments where it's like, oh my gosh, like, can we not just get along? Like we're all on vacation. We're having a good time, but that doesn't always happen. And then you get home from vacation and you have all of the things to do, the laundry, the catching up, the cleaning your house before you even unload all of the things. And it's just sometimes it's overwhelming and you ask yourself if it's even worth it. But at the end of the day, I definitely think it's worth it. I think that um, you have to make the memories with the kids. You have to um, go on the trips. You like life is truly too short to not. And even though there are days and times and things that make you question if you're if you're making the right choice, um, just remember like the days are long but the years are short. Like, take the trips, take the job that fits your kid's schedule. Like, it's just, I think I shared a meme the other day that was something like, take the job that fits your kid's schedule because it's better to be part of the memory rather than hearing the story after. Um, our life is crazy. Like I shared a little bit in episode one with how busy our kids keep us and like dance started back up this week. I teach. So we essentially have like four weeks, maybe, um, a month or I'm sorry, four weeks a year that we don't dance. Other than that, we're, you know, my daughter's dancing, I'm teaching. My son plays travel baseball. He's played football. He's played basketball. Like we soccer, we've done all the things. So, um, just, Take the trips and you will never, ever regret it. Even when you're there and you are regretting it because it's literally World War III two miles down the road. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I think everybody has like their own little like phrase that they say that everybody like knows them for. And mine is definitely, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And that is literally my life motto because if I didn't like go by that motto, I don't even, I don't even know if I would still be kicking today. Um, one of the biggest things that I work on, like with my anxiety and my own personal control issues, probably a little bit OCD, like pretty certain I'm undiagnosed like in all the aspects I am, you know, I am diagnosed with anxiety, depression, definitely have that medicate for it. Highly advise not being afraid of the stigma that wraps around that. I don't think I would be where I am today if I wasn't. But one of the things that I have to practice the most is if you can't do anything about it, let 
it go. <laughs> Should I be Elsa? Let it go. Let No. But seriously, if you can't do anything about it, let it go. Don't be a prisoner to things you can't change. Literally. Don't be a prisoner to things you can't change. Let it go. People want to judge you. Let them. People want to, um, you know, critique you. Let them. People want to walk out of your life. Let them. Like just don't be a prisoner to things you can't change. If you can't do anything about it, let it go. So that, I, I just want to keep these podcasts kind of short. So I don't want to bore all y'all. And these first two, I think, to me, they're I think they're like a little more laid back, a little more kind of like, I don't want to say boring. Like nobody should promote their podcast by saying it's boring. But I mean, they're just regular everyday things. But it's also, I think refreshing for other people to know that like it is insanity um life is crazy when you are a busy working mom and you're just trying your best to raise good humans and along the way you feel like you're losing your mind but you're still giving it all you got so um yeah just keep shining your light keep showing up every day for your kids giving it your all go on the trips um and if you can't do anything about it let it go don't be a prisoner to things you can't change so that is it for episode two i'm going to wrap this up um i think in the podcast moving forward um i want to i mean there's so many things i want to touch on but um mental health is definitely one of them because Along this journey of parenting, um, my my mental health has went through some highs and lows for sure. And um, I believe next episode, as long as everything works out, I'm going to touch on um, sort of my mental health journey and how what I went through and how I got to where I am today and how I am living life, loving life, and just taking everything a day at a time and thanking God for um, my many blessings. So so stay tuned for episode three um, if you've had any many mental health struggles and um, there's something that maybe like you've always had underlying, but they really sort of, like for me, my mental health really um, reared its ugly head uh, after I became a parent. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my story and my journey with my mental health and how I worked through some of the darkest times in my life. So uh, thank you so much for watching, listening, sharing. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you, and I hope that you have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye.